You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Good evening, Marvel and Marvelettes. This is Chris from the DCast, your source for all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars related. And this is a new thing that we're trying here called the Marvel Tribe. I'm here with a guest host, co-host, I should say, not co-host. a guest, co-host. He's already replacing me. I'm not, not even close, man. You're the co-hostess <laughs> with the mostest. All right. Uh, Mr. David. So uh, we're here to do a little bit about Tribe, keeping you alive. We're here on the five with the Marvel Tribe. Absolutely. David, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. I, I'm i I'm excited. I've been excited all week to do this, uh, this podcast with you. I mean... I, between the between the two of us, I don't think there's really too much we don't know between the <laughs> the the movies, the comics, and the cartoons, which we're going to cover, try to cover all of that and stuff, and give you guys some really cool tidbits that you only hear here. We would love to be your exclusive source for some of your news and your facts and understanding about the more about the Marvel Universe. So this is why we dubbed it the Marvel Tribe, because it's a tribe of not just people who have an advanced knowledge of what's going on, but also for the newbies who just love seeing it and going for the ride. So you're, everyone is welcome into the Marvel Tribe here. So Absolutely. We are definitely doing this as kind of an ode to Big Pop at Disney. You, you. He's a, a huge fan of the movies. Yes. And he knows a little bit about the comics. He's kind of picking it up as it go on. So we thought that this would be a way for us to dig deeper into the lexicon of the Marvel Universe, bring out some things, show our fandom a little bit, get our geek on, and just kind of pick out some things that you should be looking for on the upcoming releases from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Disney Plus originals. Absolutely. So we're going to have a little format here. We're going to talk about what was, what is, and what's to come. And we're going to pick out a character, each of us. We're going to go a little bit about their origin. And that way you'll have a little bit more knowledge when they pop up on your screen. You can go, oh, you know what? <laughs> the Blurred Hulk told me all about this dude, man. I know exactly who this is. And for those who don't know, I am also the Blurred Hulk. You can find me on on Twitter, Instagram, under that name. Um, we also have in the studio helping us with this kickoff episode here. We have Big Papa. We're in Big Papa's studio, so Absolutely. he has to be here. And we also have Andy, the man, who is also our, our captain for the DCAST podcast, which if you don't haven't subscribed to that, please do subscribe to that because you'll hear us on that as well. So, Oh, captain, my captain. Right? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither one of them have mics. It's just us two, so this is our show. So yeah, we're going to so. rock with this. But I have the mute button. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so do a little short little recap of the last 10 years. Ooh, yes. Uh, we, were, we were gifted enough to have a fantastic start-off movie, essentially an Iron Man. Yes. kind of kicked off everything. I'm, I watched it about three days ago. Watched it you? again. I did. Oh, man. I look... Like for me, I it it not only revitalized you know uh, RDJ's career and stuff because you know I mean I, I was a I was a fan of his I'm an '80s baby so, sure sure you know I, I see him in you know all, you know all those little John Hughes films and Weird stuff here science. and there yeah. yes absolutely yeah. and then you know we all know about you know his 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 checkered history and you know he just kind of was kind of shying away from the spotlight and then this role which fits him per- I I can't look back and think of who else would have played this role I, it, it yeah 
Someone mentioned Keanu Reeves. I'm like, nah, no. it's, I don't know. No, I can't see anyone else but but him playing that role. So. And, and you know, think of the time frame. It, was, um, it wasn't exactly as big a coveted role as it would be today. A mm. uh, decade later, it was kind of, we're going to give this a shot. You know, Favreau at the time had a, oh, had, yeah. a had a good resume. Yep. But you, we were trusting a lot to him. No, yeah. Because if this fails, nothing, <laughs> nothing happens. No, hundred. I mean, absolutely. So I mean, I. So for me, like, I am so glad that that they Marvel Studios decided to take their shot and just actually start making movies because they they saw it and we all kind of some of you guys may loosely kind of know the history that you know they've tried some things back in like eighties they with Howard the Duck and and some other you know TV made movies just wasn't really much of a success and to the point where Marvel just kind of started to go a little bit you know they're losing money and so they were selling off some of their prime real estate assets i mean the the spider-mans um they sold off the incredible hulk um x-men oh man x-men had so many characters in there and stuff just to kind of keep them above par and and blade and one thing is you know they kind of did a nice little kind of co-deal but they didn't make any it wasn't a money-making deal it was just kind of a names rights deal for blade and it was the first r-rated a superhero movie and it killed in the block office office in fact so much so other studios greenlight their marvel properties and stuff and so we got spider-man out of it we got x-men x-men retransformed a million different times by fox <laughs> and stuff uh, same with spider-man and stuff but these were like blockbusters and and i i give credit and credence to to blade for kind of proving that if it's done well it's going to do well. So that's agreed. Yeah. So. yeah it, it, and, and if you go back, if you have Disney plus, or if you still own the Blu-ray copy, I, I, I still have my Blu-ray copy from the, the combo PS3, uh, Blu-ray Iron Man edition that I bought from Blockbuster. Awesome. <laughs> but if you go back and look at it, it's still really well done. Mm. It's still, it, 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 it holds up quite well. The, the, it's still funny. Yeah. It's still charming. Um, and you see right away just how much I think we as fans needed him to nail the role. And I think him mm-hmm. as an actor needed to nail the role. Oh, they were absolutely. just born for each other. It was just uh, just a great moment. And then they've, you know, they, they, they were unconventional in casting. They went ahead and double cast. They took the Human Torch and Chris mm-hmm. Evans, and they said, now you're a Captain America. <laughs> yes. And and I, I will be the first to tell you, I wasn't fully on board. Mm-hmm. I wanted Aaron Eckhart until he did yes. uh, Two-Face. But yes. he okay. he was my first choice for Captain America I years ago. I, but Evans did great. Mm-hmm. And did. they had a, a bunch of hulks <laughs> <laughs> until Ruffalo yeah. uh, really took it. I think they, so they it, found a gem in Hemsworth. It took it took a while for me to get around to Mark, uh, the, the the current Hulk and stuff, because I, I was really in love with, with uh, Ed Norton. Sure. Hulk. He's amazing. It, it was. He and he's, a, he's a great actor. I, apparently he's difficult to work with and stuff. <laughs> that's that's the rumor I hear. He had some demands. Something, yeah, he had a few demands and stuff. But I love the direction that they did with the Hulk. And that Hulk, Ed Orange Hulk, is in the MCU and stuff. So, But um, Mark, that's Hulk. That's, Dude, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm there for that's it. My, that's stuff. our Bruce Banner now. Yep, absolutely. So they're, they're, they've managed to come full circle, introduce new characters, 
changed a little bit from the comics, but they made it fit yeah. the narratives. Absolutely. And now we're set up with uh, elderly Cap, and we've got uh, Tony has now gone the way of the dinosaur. Yes. Oh, and yes. his spirit still lives on. We have a very vicious Hawkeye who's now reunited with his family. Yeah. So maybe a piece of himself has been reunited as well. Mm-hmm. And so we have... Some things coming up we do. with the next phase, including the first movie, which is Black Widow. Yes. So. So Black Widow is. Um, so I'm. I'm there for it. We've been. We get to finally kind of see what happened in Budapest. You know, we hear we hear references throughout yes. the <laughs> throughout the Marvel universe and stuff. You you hear them like, hey, that remember that time in Budapest? Yeah, I remember it differently than you. Like just references through different pepper throughout the different movies. Now we get to actually see. What happened? What happened and, and stuff and what they're talking about. So then I'm I'm there for it. I love the trailer. I you know I watched it a couple of times looking for nuggets and stuff. I'm sure you did as oh, well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's 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 really it's um so even though this is gonna be opening up the next phase, it's it's a it is a more of a origins uh, of Black Widow because we know Black Widow died. Um I'm putting quotes if you can't see me <laughs> and stuff, because who who knows? I mean, I still don't know how Cap was able to return to Soul Stone, but you know, because you know they gave you know Black Widow gave her life for it, and so if you check it out, you have to check something back in. I'm assuming we maybe but anyway, it's the Red Skull to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That I would, oh my god, right? I would love I for extra content of just if if they just shot like ten minutes of just. Him running into Red Skull and Red Skull just seeing him like, wait, what? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I guess I would that just make it a mini movie, put it on on Disney. Put like a ten stuff. minute short. Yeah, just just a quick short of that interaction of him returning the Soul Skull. But yeah, yeah. So uh, Black Widow is coming out, and I am I am there for it. They cast some really good actors and stuff there, and I'm failing to remember the guy's name from Stranger Things, um, who who was the the sheriff there, but he is um, playing the Soviet's version of Captain Captain America there. Sorry. That's okay. the Red Guardian. The, yes. <clears throat> sorry, the Red Guardian, and he's I'm I'm there for it. It's it's, it's pretty. It's David it's, Harbor. David, thank Harbor. you. You're yes. David, right? David. Yes, David. I should know. I, know, I should right? know all Davids in Hollywood. It should. If uh, it's if for those of you who don't know that David, you know, Blurred Hulk is not my legally my legal name yet. <laughs> what? Not yet. No, no. But David is. So, but yeah. So I should know all the Davids and and <laughs> David Schwimmer. Um, that's all the Davids I know. I think that's two. That's David Harbor, David Schwimmer. Is there any more David? Man, we don't. We don't there's not a lot of Davids. You got to represent. Hollywood. Get to Hollywood. David Spade. There we go. There, there it is. That, that's it. That's no. Oh, wow. I need a better. We don't, who's the A list? I guess Harbor's the A list, David. Okay. So, so yeah. So, so there that uh, Black Widow has a sister that you know she was grew up with and trained with, and you know kind of had this little kind of close knit family before she came on board with the Avengers and stuff. So I, I think we're going to kind of see a little bit of that. And because we are going back, I think what Marvel, this is my prediction, and they're known for doing this since we're opening up a new phase, is they're going to introduce some new characters we're going to see into the, these future films and stuff. So that'd be kind of cool to kind of go back, see some introductions from, from some, you know, we got Taskmaster, uh, see, you know, some of these kind of new introduced characters, and then we'll see them play out in future films and stuff. So, Yeah, very excited about it. Absolutely. I'm excited to to dive further. You know, my, my personal feeling mm-hmm. is her sister takes over the mantle of, of, of Black Widow. Yes. But we shall see. Yep. 
uh, what happens with that. So that that that's coming out. Plus, yes. Disney Plus matters. How does Disney Plus matter? Because the shows that we're seeing on Disney Plus first in history are canon now. Correct? Yes, they are. So I've I've been wanting this since since I you know you know forever. You know I always thought when I was a kid, and you know you talk with your friends and stuff like how cool it would be if you know some of our favorite TV shows that they make movies about were tied together and stuff. I think I first had this kind of uh, conversation with um, what was that? What? Um, the Ninja Turtles and stuff. Oh sure. It's like kind of cool if they just kind of continued one of the episodes of the Ninja Turtles onto the big. They did it. It's their own little kind of thing and stuff. Um, but here it's canon, and that is amazing. I'm here for that. It's the first time um, for those who like seeing the Shield and Agents of Shield and and the other, you know, Agent Carter. All those shows are not canon. The shows that are on Netflix, they're the best you can get. Someone say they're kind of loosely tied, but even kind so, of like an Elseworlds. Yeah, exactly. It just it's just not. This is full on like we're making these purposely right. that's going to drive yep. what you guys see this the is your screen. vision and wanda from the from the movies yep, yep. And so let's yeah transition to that let's talk about the super bowl trailer so the so they decided to drop a little kind of a teaser gave us a little bit into the three big shows yes uh loki wandavision and of course a glimpse uh falcon and the, the winter, winter soldier. soldier so but let's let's focus on 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 WandaVision. Sure. Because a lot happens in about 10 to 15 (laughs) seconds. Yes. Uh, Not only are we pushed through about eight or nine different images of Wanda, Mm -hmm. including one in her comic book costume. The Scarlet Witch. Right in the Scarlet Witch. But we have a pregnant Wanda. Yes. Yes. And a possible twins. Correct. You want to talk a little bit about the twins? So yeah, so so we see. So it goes through kind of the the annals of of TV. You know, we got like Leave It to Beaver or Dick Van Dyke Show all the way to like what I assume to be Roseanne and stuff. And we see a couple of images in there where like one she's pregnant. You know, so that's kind of like the Brady Bunch episode. Right, like, right. Yeah, she's kind of this pregnant lady. And then we see one where I call it the Roseanne <laughs> episode where, you know, you have Vision wearing his uh, plaid shirt and jeans, which is there. There are some comic book relations to that. Sure, sure. He, he did do that. And you see two pacifiers pop up out of the air. I'm not sure if they were thrown or they're floating. I think they're floating because the kids have some kind of, do have some kind of manipulation powers and stuff with them and they're a little mischievous. And then there's another clip, which if you miss it, and this is me, I, I love watching these and dissecting them, but in the background, they don't show the kids, but they show their artwork like they're in school and, the, you know, you know how mom hangs sure, stuff sure. in the refrigerator and stuff. So you see that. So like so I, I'm assuming as she's going through the different stages, they're uh, they're growing up and stuff through this process. It's it's going to be interesting and weird and I'm there for it. And yeah. it's absolutely kind of ripped. From you know the the house of them and and the comic book pieces and like and it also shows how powerful and uncontrollable <laughs> the Scarlet Witch sure the, be the chaos stuff. magic the chaos magic, magic and stuff like I didn't so I see you got a little note here from no no not yet right. not, not yet okay because I will happily transition I've been working <laughs> on the transition game so speaking of transitions <clears throat> I, I love the transition between black and white and color yeah during little snippets it's it's mm-hmm. definitely going to bounce and play with some. With a lot of things visually, which mm-hmm. I which I adore, but I, 
it's really intriguing to see if they're going to borrow parts of the the Vision and Wanda miniseries. Yeah. Like you said, the House of M. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, the House of M, um, she finds out that she created her kids through yeah, magic. Through magic. They're not real. Mm-hmm. And she declares no more mutants. Yes. And she's so powerful, yep. she literally cuts off... I think like ninety yep. percent of the mutant powers just no longer have their powers, and Out it causes chaos throughout. Uh, and it's eventually able to to, to rectify itself. Mm-hmm. But it's a very interesting House of M limited series. Pick Read it up it. at your local yep. bookstore. Absolutely. And so it, it'd be interesting if they they talk about this. It, it does look like that we're going to have the twins, mm-hmm. like we said, and uh, those two in the comics are Wakan and I believe Speed was the one. I think I, I think uh, his name is Speed. He's a lot okay. like his uncle. Yeah, uncle being Quicksilver. And they, and they mentioned the uncle in there, so we'll yeah. we'll. Last we saw, he was shot to death <laughs> during Age of Ultron. He, he wasn't quick enough yeah. in the bullet. We did not see that coming. So. Uh, and so, uh, so we'll see where they go with that. But yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Good cast. And so. Let's talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but first, yeah. let's talk about an advertisement. Sure. Transition. We're going to go, mm. transition to our sponsor, and then we'll be back lickety-split. The space and bills. <laughs> and we're back. Whew, man, that was a long break. Right? That's something? So, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we get to see Sam handle the shield. Yes. Which was awesome. Oh. We see him throw a nice toss towards the tree. Oh, yeah, he's practicing. Uh, we get to see some bullets empty out of a clip with, mm-hmm. with Bucky. Oh, yeah. We get a, a lot of stuff going on with yeah. this. We get to see Zemo, and you know, so Bucky's facing off with Zemo, and he has a gun pointed at him, and we see him like dropping bullets in front of him and stuff. It's yeah, I I I love the 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 scene where we see Sam throwing throwing oh, the shield, so good. And stuff. It, it is, and, and apparently we see, uh, and, and you want to talk about this? Uh, yes, absolutely. We, we saw another Captain America. We, in this, we do, and and David and I will both pick out a character. He's mm-hmm. going to do a little bit about little Helmut Zemo. Yes, but I want to talk about John Walker. John Walker is the U.S. agent. Yes, he was originally a foe of Captain America, and he ended up becoming Captain America. He is a genetically enhanced human. He's got strength, agility, reflexes, mm-hmm. heals fast, and so uh, at one point. When he was created, he was the super patriot. And Captain America, Steve Rogers, had walked away from his responsibility as Captain America. Mm-hmm. He refused to answer. He said that the, the, the shield, the flag, what he represented, had to be bigger than the authority that was telling him. Correct. And they were asking him to do things he wasn't comfortable doing. So he stepped away from Captain America. And he created a character called Nomad. And he was Nomad for a while. Mm-hmm. And during that time, they decide to elect... John Walker as the Captain America. Now, John Walker has a, a bit of a past, and he has anger issues. Now, we, of course, don't know how they're going to play John Walker in this, but comic book-wise, uh, he's very violent. He is a lot of things that Cap was not, and it caused a lot of disruption amongst things. Eventually, Cap takes his mantle back, and John Walker has led a pretty... Pretty sordid history. He was in the Invaders when they brought those back. He was a member of the Thunderbolts. He was a West Coast Avenger. He was in Force Works. So you can find stuff on John Walker and trade paperbacks. I would recommend, I think it's called Return of Captain America. It's when Captain America first, it's issues 336 to 350, I believe, of the first volume of Captain America, where you really get an idea of what he was like in Captain 
America Coming Back. There's also some good scroll stories in there. And so what's really important is the birth of a star as, as U.S. agent, because playing him is no, you know, Wyatt Russell, who is, of course, Kurt Russell's son. Mm-hmm. And he looks really good as, as John Walker. Uh, really, really good. Uh, he's been in a few things that I've enjoyed him. He was in a, a, a zombie war movie that I liked a lot more than I thought I was going yep. to. Um, he looks like his dad once you know it's Kurt Russell's kid. <laughs> you he was see also the in chin. Black Mirror, I he, believe. I, th- I think he might have done a Black yep. Mirror episode. He did a Black Mirror episode. So he's a, he's a good actor. He's yep. very commanding with his presence. Uh, so... He's going to add a nice little wrinkle to the Falcon and Winter Soldier because I imagine if they have him as U.S. agent, it's going to be because somebody somewhere is going to protest to Sam being Captain America. Now, all of this is just hearsay. It's just a couple of guys going through stuff. I have a theory. Okay, oh. we, have, we have a theory. Well, because, you know, he, the, the Sokovia Accords. Speak into the mic. <laughs> So the Sokovia Accords, Falcon never signed those, and so Thunderbolt Ross, everything gets back to normal. He gets his power back. He's like, oh, you got to sign these. He's like, hell no, I ain't going to sign that. And then he gets you know, so that, yeah. Okay. Nice little Civil War tie-in. It is tie-in. I like that. I like that a lot. So, But what we, what we, what we do have is we have, we have a, a, a very, very good Falcon trying to live up to Steve's uh, history and legacy. And then we have the Winter Soldier, who, of course, is fighting his own battle, to get past his violent past. Mm-hmm. So I think if we have U.S. agent, we might also end up with Shatterstar. Shatterstar was, uh, he was basically Bucky to, to John Walker's cap his in America, cap, yep. but he decided that he wasn't going to be called Bucky because historically this Shatterstar was an African-American, mm-hmm. and he said, you're not going to call me Bucky, you got to call me something else. Yep. And so not only did he change his costume, but he changed his name as well, and he uh, he's... Uh, un, un, very good character in his own right. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I have heard rumors that he might be making an appearance. So, all of this is leading up to what I think we both agree could be Thunderbolt's activity. Yes. So, but the titular villain in this is, of course, Baron Zemo. Zemo, yes. Tell me about Baron Zemo. So, we got introduced to Zemo uh, during the Civil War. So, I, you know, Zemo, so uh, Helmet Zemo. He also likes to go by Baron. Is a lot different than the comic book character and stuff. And so uh, the comic book character, he is actually the second, the actual second uh, Zemo uh, character in it. Uh, Henrik, which is his father, you know, who is this uh, fascist. He was a foe of of Captain America. Believed in the master race. Um, basically, he believed in the master, his lineage only. Correct. He thought his lineage was better than everybody else's and stuff. And so he would do everything to kind of repopulate the, the earth with that. And he was he was a kind of a master strategist. And he's actually so talk about. So I want to talk about Zemo because he is actually an underrated villain and stuff because he has no powers. He doesn't. The the comic book. Um, the sorry. The MCU version, uh, Zemo, uh, the the origin story is a little different. So he's from Zakovia. He moved his uh, family out on the outer skirts. His his so it's his wife and his son and his dad, and his son's a huge huge Avengers fan. And so when that battle in Sokovia took place and stuff, at which you know uh, Ultron uh, essentially destroyed Zakovia, and and by doing that. 
destroyed Zemo's family. And so, you know, he said, you know, it took him a little while, a couple of days to, to go back and go through the rubble. And he ended up finding, you know, he's telling the story. He found his dad with his, you know, arms wrapped around his wife and his, and his kid and he found their bodies. And so he swore revenge. He blamed, you know, he blamed the Avengers for everything. And so here's a man who's, who's a master strategist. And I'm going to tell you why that, that kind of, why that's important later. Cause he has no powers. He, he knows that he can't fight any of the Avengers. Just, it just doesn't work out. You know, he will lose in a heartbeat. So he started developing this plan to make them fight each other. And he, no other villain was able to execute that, you know, the, that type of plan. He actually broke up the Avengers and stuff. And so where he's a master strategist and why I think it's important is because there's another strategist that's in, in, the, in these movies, which is Tony Stark. Now, Tony Stark is a genius. He has genius intellect, and he, ha- he has kind of this genius creativity and stuff, which kind of makes him a dangerous strategist. But he is no master strategist. Right. And I would kind of compare uh, his strategy more to that of uh, the comic book version of T'Challa and Batman. Sure. Um, don't want to plug DC, but it is what it is. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is, is actually master strategist. So is Zemo. And because of that, the thing is, you know, Tony, you give put Tony in a room or put him in a cave. He'll build some tech and help him get free. We're scraps. Zemo can figure out how to manipulate you into helping him get free and stuff. And he's very, very good at that. Um, you, you almost have to be kind of a little psychotic to to pull off the role that that he's he he played. Um, so, yeah. So the master strategist versus genius intellect. By no means he's on Tony Stark's level, so don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying it's a different, different end game. Right. So that's his kind of superpower, and he was able to do it effectively. He had them, you know, he was able to split up the Avengers, have them hunt down each other, uh, got, you know, T'Challa exposed Wakanda. Right. You know, I mean, he was able to actually pull off some amazing feats and – it just, you know, um, in the end, you know, it just didn't. Well, his plan actually worked. <laughs> I mean, they were he fractured them, and they still kind of they stayed fractured and stuff. I mean, that that friendship that Tony and 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 Cap had was, you know, was kind of uh, uh, sacred, and that because of Zemo was tarnished and stuff. I mean, and, and we saw it at Endgame it, up until, you know, that that final s- battle scene and stuff where yeah. they're kind of were able to reconcile. But, but yeah, so the fact that, you know, it, it, it basically ends in the, with um, T'Challa or Black Panther handing over Zemo to Agent Ross and they're putting him in their top secret uh, maximum security prison and you know you see the episode where or the scene where he you know he gets threatened if you you know if you laugh we're get zapped if you say say anything you you know this is my domain and you know and you're looking at him like he's like tethered strapped down collared everything's like there's no way and he's encased in that same glass they kept uh bucky in so the winter soldier so i was like he's not he's not you know he's not super i mean they went a little overboard on that so we got a glimpse of him. Um, so there's, there's obviously there's theories out there. You know, I have my own theory. Like maybe reason why he's free is because of because of post snapping. You know, I mean this uh, winter, uh, um, the the winter. Uh, sorry, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. 
takes place post uh, post snapping, snapping. Post snapping. <laughs> post snap. Yeah, post snap. And you know he could have a couple of things. Either maybe the guards all disappeared and. The cell just, you know, I mean, it left the cells open or unlocked, or he he disappeared. And when he came back five years later, I feel like he may have gotten himself arrested. Yeah, so he could be closer to other big bats because mm-hmm. they've got other people down there besides him. Yes, absolutely. And that gives him free reign to kind of work his manipulation. Yep. So, that's so possibility. yeah, someone he could convince someone to bust him out because maybe all the guards got disappeared and stuff. And so, so yeah, so we don't know. And I, I'm I, I'm betting they're going to answer that in, in the show and I'm there for it I'm, I Heck can't yeah. wait to see it and you know he's I, I, I wanted to see the face off with him and Bucky and I, that's going to be good it's going to it's going to be great so Zemo Zemo is a underrated villain one of the most effective villains because he actually sought out and accomplished exactly what he wanted to do he really wanted to hurt the Avengers and fracture them bad and he did he was able to do that Agreed. and stuff so so yeah um, yeah that's 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 Zemo so you know and so in the comic book, Baron Zemo wears this uh, this this mask, and there's a little history. What they really kind of uh, uh, took a left, you know, from the character. This was probably one of the characters they really kind of uh, separated from the comic book version because the comic book version. I mean, so Zemo. The father, he was, you know, developing this serum called, um, it's like Agent X or something yeah, X. Something. It's this adhesive, adhesive X. That's it. And, you know, it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to, you know, trap you regardless of your, your super right. abilities like or a, whatever. Like a, like a glue. Like a, yeah. Like a very. Yeah. And so he ended up, it, anyway, he, he fought Cap and ended up uh, falling into a vat of the stuff and his, his mask that he wore because he wanted to protect his identity and stuff kind of. Fused to his face, and so right. that's where you get the face, you know, of Vimo and the Vimo, not Vimo, Vimo. I'm like, hey, cash hey, out. What's Vimo. up, Vimo? Hey, hey, what's another up? sponsor there. It's not yet <laughs> <laughs> Zemo and stuff, and so, so yeah, so and the and the funny thing is the same thing happened to his son. So when Helmet kind of took over and stuff, because he he was the phoenix, he grew up with this hatred because he blamed Cap for his father's demise and stuff, and so he grew up as Phoenix and he swore vengeance and he also <laughs> was absolutely crazy because he ended up marrying a person, this woman who claims to be the reincarnation of her, of his dead of his, father. Right, right. And they ended up adopting like 30 or 50, a whole tribe of kids to turn them into the master race. I mean, full on, like, yeah, he's crazy. He's so. brilliant, but he's crazy. Yeah, so I can see why they kind of uh, strayed from the comic book yeah, yeah, version. Yeah. Like you spot, but you're crazy yeah. in a way. Yeah, this one, this one's a lot better. Like we, there's a little, you know, uh, you know, more other things to focus on than than the fascist Zemo version, the Master Race piece and stuff. So, so yeah, I'm glad I'm 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 actually there for the direction that they went. So I'm glad they went that route and stuff. Very good. But yeah, that's yeah, that's Baron Zemo, little little, little insider, little sure. tidbit and stuff of him, and he's in. The mask. So there's a yeah, yeah. I did not know this. A comic, yeah, one of the comic cons, they actually showed a little quick little still. Of so him I, I don't know if that's mask. a fake out. It could but be. If it's not. It could be. I'm I'm there for it. They didn't show it in the clip. Zemo in the mask also means Zemo does lead mm-hmm. something called the Masters of Evil. Yes, which goes to show he you know he and he controls pretty powerful people in it. It's kind of like how Cap can order a god around in Thor mm-hmm. and he follows the direct. Same thing with Zemo. Uh, so a recommendation. Since I want to do recommendations for anybody who wants to read up on it, mm-hmm. there is a trade paperback for the Avengers called The Siege, and it, it really highlights Zemo's evil. He gets together this insane group of masters of evil, like uh, 
power, power levels through the roof, mm -hmm. and they are able to manipulate. They beat up Alfred the butler. Not Alfred. That's, that's <laughs> the <laughs> wrong, wrong one. Jeez, excuse me. That's, that's the wrong and so, one. Um, they beat up the butler. They uh, He rips up all the pictures of Captain America's family that he has from the past in front of him. Uh, they do some they, – they, they beat Hercules into a, a coma. And so Hercules becomes Hercusleep. Yep. And so um, it's called The Siege. So if you have a comic book store near you or anybody can get a trade paperback, pick it up. It's really, really good. Absolutely. Or you can pick it up at Rogue City. Rogue Comics. City, yes. Absolutely. Go, Rogue City, babe. So Falcon and Soldier. And then, of course, we've got – Loki. We don't know much about Loki. Yes. We do know that he has a stone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's able to wreak havoc. We know that he's alive, or at least this version of him in. And you notice something on his chest. What is that? Oh, there was um, a little symbol that one that looks like Loki is in is in jail, and there's a little a uh, little symbol that says TVA. For those who don't know what TVA is, that's that stands for the Time Variance Authority. So they're an organization, a a, a organization, organization. I'm sure they're an organization that tr that keeps track of the timelines. And so when people are fracturing the timeline, they're coming to get you. So they, you know, they'll come and lock you up and put you away. And so, which is kind of funny because them them they themselves kind of. Messes with the timeline. Yeah, they have to mess the timeline to go get you. But, but they don't. But they don't go full on. So like anyone who's like full, like they're completely changing the subordinate the timeline. Like if you make little tweaks, like Back to the Future types, then you know they'll they'll come and arrest you and stuff like that. But if you, they really come after you, if you're like breaking, because uh, you can destroy and shatter oh, yeah. the realities and stuff. And so Time Variance Authority is this is what what they do. They come and they track you down. So I'm assuming Loki, who did fracture the you know. Uh, the timeline that he was in, and when he took the Tesseract, he, and they they caught him, and, and this is why he's threatened to burn down the whole their facility. It's just so nice seeing him as Loki again. It is, it is. Honestly. Now, so here here's my thing. So I I put I marked Loki low on the villain list, and this is the reason why because there's a this Loki is different than the Loki we've all seen true, and stuff true. because he's had time to kind of redeem himself. I mean, he sacrificed himself and, and, and he Thanos, fought alongside Thor. And he fought alongside Thor and stuff. This Loki did not. He was purely Thanos lackey coming to destroy Earth and get that. This he didn't have that redemption right. arc. So we're not going to see. So for those of you guys who are going to like, man, Thoki's a jerk. I mean, this is the this is the the villain Thoki. Loki. Loki. I like sorry. that. I like that. I like Loki. So, but this is the villain. So, um, the, so the current, so there's, for me, I'm ranking two different Lokis on my villains list. The one that we saw who sacrificed himself, um, wasn't a, a true villain. He, he had a, he had a redemption period and, you know, he became Thor's brother. Right. In Ragnarok. He sacrificed himself. And this is that, that's not villain yep. qualities. That's not this Loki. This Loki that we're about to see on Disney Plus is the villain, and he is ranked high because he is very the god of mischief and stuff. Yep. So, so I'm I'm here for that. I can't wait. It was really short. I wish they showed a little bit. I know, I know. We didn't get more. much from him. Just, just it was just a no. snippet. So, so yeah. So I'm 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 I I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. fun. Super excited. Uh, very excited about. Black Widow, and then the three shows for Disney Plus, yep. and what they could mean for things. We're getting six episodes yes. of each, mm -hmm. so I'm guessing 45 minutes. 
and we're getting so we're getting um, Falcon first, right? Yeah, in yeah. fall, fall twenty twenty. Uh, so yeah, and the the thing is, this new phase is because uh, normally your phase is about three three and a half years. This new phase is only two years, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Right. So and you know we're gonna have uh, Shang Tsu and uh, we have you know God what what I what's well, we that got the Morbius coming. We've yes. got. Shang-Chi. Um, Eternals. Eternals will be Eternals, That's thank a big you. one. Thank you. The Eternals. Yeah. That, that is going to be big. I can't wait to see that one. That's, yeah. that's going to be amazing. We, we've, got some, we've got some definite, you know, interesting things uh, on the horizon. Not to mention, even though not technically canon, mm-hmm. the, the agreement is up uh, next or this year, at the end of this year, mm-hmm. for the Netflix yeah. MCU. Yep, yep. So... If they want to continue on Hulu, mm-hmm. they certainly have the option. If Charlie, whatever his name is, is back to being Daredevil, and I, I know, I know, Brendan's talked about he would come back as Punisher. Yeah, so he should. He one hundred percent should made the perfect Punisher. Uh, my only comment is they need a new Iron Fist. One hundred percent. They, they, I, yeah. The, the. Um, yeah. <laughs> as much as I liked emo, Star Lord's Star Lord's stunt double is not an Iron <laughs> Fist. That that does not. No, you, you hear it here, folks. That yeah. I'm not an Iron Fist. I, I try. I love Iron Fist. So but. do I. I tried really, really hard, but it mm. was very, very painfully aware Oof. once once they did the Defenders miniseries. Yeah. Just how much, mm-hmm. and they just for someone who's a such a high skilled yes. martial artist, he really. Just bragged a lot about how good he was, and then got his mm. keister handed to him. Left and a lot. right, yeah. Mm. So, which was which really stinks about that. The sub characters on Iron Fist were amazing. Oh, they were. Misty Knight was yes, good. Misty Knight was amazing. I, I, all, so they were yeah. just they did an amazing thing with them. So I wouldn't mind having them back. It's to get the Sisters of Serpents involved, but yeah. yeah. So, so with this direction that we're going forward, mm-hmm. and all these characters that are still in rotation, mm-hmm. plus we're. X Men. <laughs> oh. I mean, yes. We still have on the horizon a possible. Oh man. X Men reboot again. Yes, we we do. I, I there's I think we're full. People want it. I know the biggest part of the Fox acquisition was to help Marvel get get those properties back. Oh yeah. Because there's some they have some plans and stuff. And like I said. The the um, the yearbook or however you want to say for the 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 the, the bench book or whatever for the X Men is vast. Oh it's yeah, it's huge. So adding X Men to the world, which I, I'm hoping, like in in Doctor Strange's movie, we'll we'll see something. I mean, we get to see the multiverse right. more. I think we're gonna see we gonna see a little bit of it in, in the WandaVision sure. series, and I think Wanda's gonna be a huge. Uh, Scarlet Witch is gonna be big in in Doctor Strange's thing, and I think that's where some mutants are going to kind of get fleshed out there. So, so. will we see Fantastic Four before we see the X Men again? <sighs> so. I would say I would like that, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of it, right now. I I I always put my ear to the grind, and I don't hear anything but but severe speculation and stuff. Right. Like people, we got fan base who who should play oh, yeah. who you know we got you know right now Jim from the office is in in, in the lead for uh, for. Uh, What's his name? For Reed Richards? Thank you, for Reed Richards and stuff. Is but, that a good choice for you, do you think? No. 
No. He'd be older. It'd be an older yeah. Reed Richards. No. Yeah. So, I, I would honestly I would go with a bunch of unknowns. I'd uh, love I'd love to see a bunch of unknowns. I would. I, I don't I, I th- yeah, I would go with some unknowns. That's it. If, Everyone, all four, yeah. all four. If we're gonna do the present day one and you guys wanna do an older mm-hmm. like Elseworlds appearance by the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I, I think he's a great choice. Mm-hmm. I think his wife is a good choice mm-hmm. for Sue Storm. And if I have to put my two cents in, mm-hmm. I'd like to officially announce that if you don't make The Rock the thing, <laughs> you're missing out on so much. Uh, but see, he's he's Black Adam, though. I mean, he's he's locked That's in DC. with DC stuff. He is, I mean, but- I, I hear so. I mean, we hear rumors that um, what's his name, uh, Aquaman, wants to come over to the Marvel Momoa? universe and stuff. And you know, that, I, they ain't letting that happen. I think that would make a good Namor. He would, but that's more. But money. he's already played a water yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. That's that's <laughs> redundant. More, that's a money play. That's all that is and stuff. But I would love to see that. Yeah. I, honestly, I would like to see Keanu. Well, actually, Keanu. Reeves. Keanu might make a. He's actually was actually talking. Um, we don't know what. That that's the most secretive talk. Yeah, there's some conversations. Oh, he'd be an interesting Namor. He would be. He would be. In fact, he's 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 older than I, I'd want Namor to be. Yep. But mm-hmm. I I have all faith in Kino at this point. Yep. So yep. He can do everything. So yeah. In fact, they're about to release the uh, Matrix and and uh, what's the other one he's in? A oh, Bill and Ted three. No. Well, no. Um, that's coming. The, the mailbox. No, <laughs> what's the where he's an assassin? Um, oh, Ronan? No, no, oh, the um. Thank you, John, John Wick. Wick. Yes, yes. So he's John, a lot of John stuff. John Wick Matrix <laughs> are scheduled to be released at the same, same within the same, same week. Weekend. Yeah, same weekend and stuff. So yeah, he can do all things. I, I don't think I've seen that. He's uh, also in SpongeBob. Is he really? He's the sage in SpongeBob. He's he was also on Toy Story. He's like, he's in every yeah. If if. You, you're blessed if he's a part of your 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 universe and stuff. So I think I think we need to see a um, a Jeff Goldblum explains Keanu Reeves. I want a return of the grand, Grandmaster. That, that's it. So so Guardians. That's the other thing I want to talk about. So his role in Grandmaster, it really was just Jeff Jeff. Goldblum. Oh yeah. In fact, I, I'm starting to think the comic book was suspect because they just did a Jeff <laughs> Goldblum as the as the Grandmaster and stuff. So it was so good. Yeah, I want to see him again. He has to reprise a role and and. Whatever the Guardians, the Asgardians, or whatever they're going to do, the they're going to do and stuff. But we got, I mean, we got a whole bunch of Marvel related content and stuff that we're not going to be able to just boil down to an hour. So that's why we're going to have future shows and, and everything else. But there's one thing I wanted, I really was looking forward to going over that was on our rundown okay. here. That was talking about our favorite character and why. Let's do it. Let's do a little so, bit of rundown. I don't know where we are on time, but. Yeah, how, I don't know how we are on time. Oh. We got 14 minutes? Oh, we got plenty of time. We got 42 minutes. Oh, so we have 18 minutes. We got 18 minutes. Now, now, now we I'm going to say 15. All right. Now, now we got 14 minutes. Now we're talking. Stop talking and talk about All right. So, so, okay. so tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey to being a so, comic book So actually, yeah. So let me, let me talk about my, my story. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, so the blurred Hulk here, uh, David, is that's all you're going to get from me is my first name. Um, I grew up, I was a military brat. So I was, I was an army brat. And for any of you army brats out there, whoop, whoop, you know, uh, unite, um, you know the pains and struggles of having to kind of pack up and just move. And, you know, so we and we did that a lot. You know, every couple of years we would kind of go to a different place and stuff. Um, you know, start out in Georgia and Hawaii, uh, California, Alaska, um, Texas, Arizona, just kind of all over the place. And one of the things that um, me and my brother 
did was we always had our stack of comic books and stuff. Like we would always lose toys here and there, our He-Mans, our G.I. Joes. You know, we loan them to friends, whatever. You know, that's just what we did back in the day and stuff. Garbage Pail Kids. But our comic books, that was sacred to us and stuff. And so we we kept those. And they they were our one solace that, you know, no matter where we went, you know, we, we had that role, that universe with us and stuff. And so that made comics really special for me and i got my uh first uh black panther comic in the 80s from my grandfather who um which to me i would have never if you would have laid out before me and say hey which one of these will be made into a movie and stuff black panther wasn't on my list it's just like yeah it just doesn't it was kind of it was really cool to see a, a comic book uh, hero that looked like me sure but not only looked like me he was um Amazing. Yep. Like he he took on my favorite. I mean, he he could, you know, take on my favorite comic book hero, which was the Incredible Hulk, and just, you know, do some mayhem damage and stuff. Like Black Panther was just he was just phenomenal for his time. And then to be able to fast forward, you know, 30 something years. I'm not telling you how old I am. Um, and I have, you know, <laughs> kids and take them in the theater to go see a comic book that I grew up on, um, Black Panther, and watching, you know, my daughter, who's close to Shuri's age, watching this girl kick butt and invent things and kind of run things and just watch Wakanda come to life. And all, it, it was it was just kind of just kind of this really cool culmination and stuff. But for me, my favorite character is the Incredible Hulk. Um, he, I, I, I would constantly, when I was younger, would dream I would grow up to be. You know this 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 rage monster when you need him, but he was a hero and stuff. Like he, you know, he was you know this this nice kind of quiet, uh, um, kind of nerdy dude. You know, I was you know just just kind of athletic, just kind of in my own world, kind of kid growing up and stuff. And but when he needed to step up, the green monster, you know, he was able to put all that onto the Hulk. And and I, I always wanted an alter ego like that, where you know, because you see things in life and stuff, you're like, man, I wish I can, you know, wish I could Hulk out. Yeah. And so I think that was kind of my drive and my success. Like when I excel at sports, you know, I, I wrestled for 15 years. I, I was California State champ. I was a, a all star football player. All that was that work ethic of me trying to be this, you know, hulking person, but also this sweet, sweet character and stuff. And so. Yeah, Hulk was is my all time favorite 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 character. And plus, his strength is unlimited. Yeah, unlimited. Just, just no matter how mad he is, just yes, it's as strong as he gets yes, angry. Yes. So, so yeah. So, I, well, I'll go into more to Hulk as we do deep dives in, in future shows and stuff. So, I'll let you. So, would you say you're more Bruce Banner or more Incredible Hulk? I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm in between. I'm more. I'm more of Professor Hulk right now. <laughs> I love That's, it. I grew into Professor Hulk. I love that balance. So he's he's walking both dualities. So I had a neighbor. I grew up in the South, and he collected comic books. He was my oldest brother's age, so he was four years older than I am. And when I was three years old, he handed me a Spider-Man comic book, and I was enthralled. <laughs> I was still learning to read at the time, but comic books literally helped me read. Awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't absorb them fast enough. And as I got older, and I would go to his, his house, because he lived a couple doors down, and I would take his comic books, and I would read them, and he eventually just let me keep them. And so I started to build, and we had a comic book store about a mile away from my house. So I would walk there. I would get up, 
in the southern heat and I would cut grass and I would do it for hours. And then I would take that money and I would walk to the comic book store and I'd dust it all away nice. into as many tales as I could grab. And I swallowed them all from Avengers to Spider-Man to Captain America to Fantastic Four. And Spider-Man has always been my titular favorite character. Mm. Uh, something about the dichotomy of, of Peter Parker, a brainiac weakling who lives by a moral code, is gifted these powers. And with it, of course, as we all know, comes responsibility. And he's always taking that. So when you read a Spider-Man comic book, specifically the early early issues, uh, you know, you just see a, a kid struggling to go through high school and, and try to be a nerd. And he's trying to help his grandmother, Aunt May, who's, you know, just thinks that he's going to get hurt by everything in the world. But in reality, you know, this kid can pick up a car, man. He's fine. And he had a, you know, he would get the flu and he would doubt himself and lose his powers sometimes, or he'd walk away from it. And it was just such a, uh, just a great thing for a young kid growing up for trying to find his way in the world mm -hmm. as Peter Parker was finding his way. I was finding my way and, and the writers, the writing got better and, and the, the, the threats got bigger, but he always cracked a joke in the middle of it all. Like in the middle of all this, imagine how infuriating it would be that you're fighting this person. You can't put a hand on him because yeah. of a combination of his weird fighting technique, his speed, his athleticism, and he has a spider sense. <laughs> and the whole time you're trying to fight him, He's cracking jokes about how bad you are putting oh, your hands yeah. on him, oh, yeah. which, of course, is throwing you all off your game. Yep. And I used a lot of the tactics when I played sports as a kid. Mm -hmm. I talked smack a lot. And I found that the matter, the more angry I got people, the worse they played. Absolutely. Now, there wasn't always that case. There was a, <laughs> there was a guy that I made really mad, and he got laser-focused, mm -hmm. and that was not a good thing. But... For the most part, you could talk people straight out of their game. Mm -hmm. And comic books have always carried me through a lot of things. Uh, I've leaned on hero tales my whole life. And my, my kids come in and out with, their, with, with them. And, and they do watch the movies with me and everything. And, and, uh, but I have a, a huge legacy of, of collecting for years nice. and years. I have uh, uh, over 100,000 comic books. I've lost Oof. a ton in natural disasters. Mm -hmm. And they just mean a lot to me. So... Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm a big Marvel geek. I like comic books from all eras and genres and love all writers. And I, I've seen independent comics come up and, 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 mm. and fight with the big boys and loved every minute of that. And now we're seeing this renaissance of, of blooming yep. nerdish uh, qualities <laughs> that's just amazing. You know, we're just all able to come mm. out and wear our Peter Parker shirts and our, our Spider-Man oh, shirts and our Fanta whatever we want. We come out so and everyone's like, hey, man, that's an awesome shirt. This this fandom is mainstream. In fact, yeah. I I would argue uh, the Marvel universe is more mainstream than any of the other universes. It's, I mean, Star Wars, it's a new Star Trek. This is absolutely people who aren't like have a history of following the comic books and stuff. Are there's new fans to yeah. this fandom and stuff. And like I said, it's 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 mainstream. So I, a lot of it's to do to the ensemble of amazing stars. I right. mean, everybody wants to be in a Marvel movie. Sure. So if you're an A-lister. Plus, they'll get you in shape. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's that, too. I mean, there's some amazing guys who got, I would like to do their weight training program and stuff. Now, I, I do have to say, um, uh, what's his name, who uh, trained for the internals? 
uh, the comedian. Um, I can't. I, I can't. I, if yep. I tried to say his name, I would butcher it. And I'm not going to say it and stuff. But you guys know what I'm talking about. You seen you seen this? He'll Instagram. be the villain, and I'll turn. He has like an eight pack on Instagram where, be, like, a week before he was like a little flub. That dude. He he actually uh, wrote an article and talked about how much sacrifice and i mean and the thing about yeah he, he got paid i mean it's like here's a million dollar contract and i need you to work out for the next year yeah. and deprive yourself and do everything else i mean he really talked about how unrealistic <laughs> that it, it takes to get there i would there love to stuff. talk about that in another show absolutely about the unrealistic expectation yes of yes superhero bodies so kamal i Najani. i love what's the name that's it Kamal Najani. Kamal, yes, yes. Shout out to Kamal uh, Nijani. Yeah, um, funny guy too. He's, Super funny. He's his star is starting to, to soar, funny. and I he's yeah. To be he has some amazing movies coming out and stuff. So support him. I, I'm a big, big, big fan. Um, so, but yeah, yeah. Just uh, we'll talk about in the future episodes about just unrealistic yeah. expectations of of body transformations or anything else. You're not going to be able to do the uh, Thor workout and look like. Thor and stuff yeah. in your part time and stuff. You're gonna be I mean. pretty Thor though. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Ba boom boom. <laughs> Dead jokes. So yeah, so that is the first episode of the the Marvel Tribe. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, uh, feel free to access. I guess from the Diz Insider webpage or the the. Uh the DCAS webpage since we're an offshoot of them. Absolutely. If you have any ideas of stuff you'd like to see us do, like maybe do some fictional battles and see how one group would, how we feel one group would handle against another or another person against someone else. Uh, we'll be doing more character bios. Oh, absolutely. And we'll delve deeper into the Marvel uh, universe comic book wise and what we think it's going to mean for Marvel cinematic universe. And we hope to see you again next week. And don't forget that uh, Andy, you have a show on Mondays. Yes. Called? The Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. And yes. so it's, not it's not coming out till Tuesday next week because of the Oscars. We'll gotcha. So next Tuesday. So look for, look for that. Look for and that. Then, Oscar and then we will get uh, another show from Big Papa Disney and our own uh, Brooke. And that is as to be titled? Probably going to go with the Extra Magic Hour. The Extra Magic Hour is what they think the title is going to be, which I love it. Disney Park. I love so, it. So, yeah, here at Big Papa Studios, I mean, we, we are massively producing content that you guys want, right. and we appreciate it. And one of the great things you guys can do is just kind of, you know, make sure you, you like and subscribe to our stuff. Be a Patreon. It help, it's how we pay for our stuff. And so, and we greatly appreciate those who are Patreon. Um, I would I would just say this like there's I'm I'm excited for the Marvel Tribe show. You guys are a part of the tribe and we want you guys to be included. So if you have questions like like Chris said, please uh, put them down. If you want us to do a matchup, we'll do matchups. Well, I don't care okay. if you say, you know, uh, Tony Stark versus T'Challa. We'll, we'll take sides and we'll go at it and stuff. Love it. And I guarantee you there will be a victor. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, participate. We want you guys involved. This is the Marvel tribe from all different levels of fandom and stuff. And so, so participate and, and feel free to challenge us. That's right. You'll be wrong, but you can challenge yeah. us. Absolutely. So from all of us, to all of you, thank you. And that was an episode of uh, welcome to our tribe. The tribe. Welcome. The tribe. <laughs>